0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here with the financial information
1: you need are Sue and Cole. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. My name is Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management, and as every week, I'm joined by my mom, Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions, as well as our co-host, Tony Shore. Now, listeners, if you want to get a little bit more information about what you're hearing today, be sure to give us a call at 715-355-4445, and uh, you can also check out our website, retirewithbushka.com. That's B-U-S-K-A.com. com, and uh, you can, uh, of course, uh, listen to this show again. You can listen to a few of our past shows if you missed any of those over the last few weeks. And of course, you can subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. And make sure if you've got questions that you don't hesitate to reach out. That's what we're here for. That's part of what we do this show every week for is to make sure that we can help get people's questions answered. Uh, And also, if you'd like to schedule a face-to-face meeting or maybe a uh, a complimentary Zoom consultation, we can do that virtually as well. And we've done that quite a bit over the last several months for obvious reasons. And uh, ultimately, today we're going to be talking about the moment that you finally retire. Uh, you know, your years of work are behind you now and it's time for, uh, well, it's time for you really. And uh, if you're like many retired Americans, that means the open road may be beckoning. And, uh, we're not talking about a weekend getaway to wine country or to go see the leaves changing colors or anything like that. We're talking about a permanent road trip that can only come in an RV. Uh, Yep, that's right, an RV. But uh, before we get uh, talking about uh, getting our kicks on Route 66, if you will, let's make sure to uh, uh, introduce everybody here with us today, Sue and Tony. Tony, how are we doing today? I'm doing great.
0: Uh, You know, I am concerned, though, about something you say in the intro. Now, when you introduce Sue, you say my mom, uh, Mm -hmm. Sue Bushka, is here (laughs) Uh, You get to have your mom on the show. Uh, Why can't I have my mom on the show? (laughs)
2: Well, you certainly could. We could
1: could have her as a guest. Give her a call, Uh, Tony. Bring her on right now.
0: (laughs) She is is retired, and she can relate to a lot of our topics. Uh, Not this one today, probably. She didn't retire. Her and dad didn't retire on the road. Uh, But no, I'm just kidding. We all know Sue's the boss. She has to be here. She just happens to be your mom, right? yeah right <laughs> that's right yeah, right, right. right. Yeah. sue runs the show so uh yeah i'm doing great i had a great four-day weekend uh got a lot done how about you sue what have you been up to
2: oh you know same old thing uh, this is an interesting topic for me because, as you know, I've lived in my RV here now for five months <laughs> <laughs> while my house is being built, and I don't think I'll ever go on the road with that thing.
1: <laughs> it's a learning
0: experience. It yeah. sure is. Yeah, Living, a tra- you know, vacationing for a week in one is one thing.
2: Yeah. But, but living but in it, no. Living
0: in it, I think people romanticize it sometimes, but I don't know. It's not for everyone. Let's just put it that no. way. Right. Yeah.
2: yeah right. It's kind of tough. Yeah.
1: Well, it takes a certain type of person. You you got to be able to uh, you got to you got to you got to have that desire to be on the open road and get out there. Yeah. You know.
0: Well, it's a thing that people are doing. I mean, I have friends and family uh, that have talked about this and a couple have even done it, you know, buying an RV after they retire so they can travel and uh, see the country. Uh, and some people even do it full time, I guess, is what
2: you're saying. Right. Well, that's exactly right, and for some people, living in an RV is an ideal situation that can lead to adventurous, both expected and unexpected, but it's not all sunshine and rainbows. I mean, just ask me. (laughs) She knows firsthand. (laughs) I do. So during our show today, we will candidly discuss some of the potential pitfalls that come with RV living. Now, the idea for today's episode was inspired by a recent Kiplinger article entitled Nine Reasons to Retire in an RV. And the first thing that really jumped out at me in the article is that according to the RV Industry Association, about 10 million U.S. families own an RV and another roughly one million Americans live in one permanently. Yeah, the old tenement on wheels,
0: as they say.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I don't think. Uh, yeah, there's some uh, some disadvantages uh, to living in an RV, and that we didn't need an article, Sue. You you could no, come up with no. I've got sure your own list. It. You've got your own. I list. do. But I mean, that's, that's pretty long. <laughs> that, yeah, that's seriously. That, those are eye popping numbers. I mean, that's huge. Ten million, and then a million people at least living in one. I mean. You know, but then I think about it, I see a lot of RVs out on the interstates and major highways when I'm out driving. So I guess I shouldn't be totally surprised. Uh, So what's the first major benefit that comes with living in an RV?
1: Uh, Well, Tony, the first big factor is that RVing isn't terribly affected by the current pandemic. Mm. Uh, In fact, the article notes that people are continuing to show really strong interest in RVs through online purchases and and live video chats with dealerships and things like that. Uh, And ultimately, if you want to get out of the house while adhering to recommended social distancing guidelines, RVs are a great way to see some new landscapes while keeping yourself and your travel companions largely isolated from others. I know I did a lot of RVing this year, uh, much more so than uh, than years past. So uh, I can definitely relate with a lot of those people.
0: Well, sure. I know it's really popular right now because of the pandemic. It's a way for people to stay isolated, yet travel around. And I mean, if you're isolating in your traditional home, it's probably not much harder to isolate in a home on wheels. Might be easier to stay isolated in a way.
2: Well, I completely agree with you on that one, Tony. And our next point will probably be of particular interest to budget minded retirees. The fact is, you can live on a relatively modest budget if you make an RV your permanent home. Now, the article does highlight one couple who spends on average $40 per night on parking. And the couple also notes that figure is balanced with the occasional splurge on fancier digs and opportunities to park their rig for free. Now there are many Walmart's for example that do allow RVs to overnight in their parking lots. You now certainly the initial purchase of an RV, it can be pretty expensive with some top of the line models trending well into the six figures. But when you compare it to what you'd spend for a new home or a condo, it's probably a savings and additionally you aren't paying property taxes. And the couple that they did interview in the article explained that they spent about seventeen hundred dollars per year to insure their car and RV. When it comes to food, they spend the same as they did when they lived in a traditional home. So, one final thing you might want to consider is that because RVs decline quickly in value, it may be a smart move to shop for it. Uh, pretty much of a uh, never mind. <laughs> one final thing you may want to consider is that because RV they do decline quickly in value it might be smart um to shop for a used rig yeah
0: yeah it's just like buying a car uh, i mean uh, exactly. uh, they they really drop in value now sue you mentioned walmart parking lots uh you've been living in your rv in an rv while your house gets built you haven't been living in a walmart parking lot have you <laughs>
2: Nope. Good. Nope. Good. I
0: was worried there for a second. Nope.
2: I. I I'm not in Walmart. <laughs>
1: uh, nope. Uh,
0: that's that's good. That's good. Is she yeah. parked I in your? I think they dri- only
1: let you stay for two days she, at a time. Is yeah. she parked?
0: Is she parked in your in your driveway? goal?
1: No. Nope. Uh, my my sister won that uh, that benefit. She, <laughs> my sister gets my sister gets to, 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 uh, to she, have, she, have a driveway mate. <laughs>
0: she drew the short straw. All right. Well, but seriously, I mean, you know, we we hear about, uh, you know, you want to buy a slightly used car. And I assume obviously with an RV, it's even more important in terms of value. That's probably the way to go. So what do you have for us next, Cole?
1: Well, I think the next one is really interesting. And if you're inclined to spend at least part of your retirement volunteering uh, for causes that you're passionate about, especially an RV is a great way to do it. Uh, The article notes that one couple that uses their RV to uh, volunteer with a religious group uh, that moves quickly to help uh, rebuild homes after disasters and things like that. Uh, These volunteer excursions usually last about a week to a few weeks, and they park for free while they're on the job. So when it comes to volunteering in your RV, all you need to do is point your nose in the direction that that you're needed and away you can go.
0: Yeah. Now, I have to admit, that's one I hadn't thought of. And I think that's really neat. I, I know that uh, organizations like Habitat for Humanity do such good work, and maybe you can right. take your RV to the location where they are building houses for folks uh, and work there, Um And do that. I think that's great. And this has been a great discussion so far, but we should probably take a quick break. Before we do, Cole, let our listeners know how to get a hold of you.
1: Uh, well, Tony, whether they're uh, living in a home or a home on wheels, uh, they probably have an internet connection at some point during their day, and sure. so they can give us, uh, they can reach us on our website at retirewithbushka.com. We've got all sorts of great resources there, including the ability to schedule a complimentary, no-obligation consultation, which can be conducted either in person or virtually. Especially if any of those RVers are hitting the road for the southern states now that it's turned a little bit chilly here and wisconsin Um, or they can give us a call anytime at 715-355-4445 hi i'm cole bruner from bushka wealth management in the last few weeks our lives have been significantly impacted by the coronavirus and we've seen a lot of volatility in the financial markets across the world now that volatility has caused anxiety for some investors and it's understandable because for the moment none of us really knows what comes next However, I believe our current economy reinforces the importance of having a financial strategy. No matter how the market is performing, recent events can be a reminder to revisit your financial goals and strategies. By revisiting your goals and strategies, you'll take a step towards ensuring that market volatility doesn't push you to make rash decisions about your financial future. Contact Bushka Wealth Management today at 715-355-4445 or visit retirewithbushka.com. Bushka Wealth Management LLC is a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin.
0: And welcome back to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And I'm here with our host, Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. And Sue and Cole, great, great show so far. Uh, We're talking about how you can enjoy an adventurous retirement by making an RV your permanent home. It's something that's a lot of folks out there do. And uh, I know later in the show, we're also going to discuss some drawbacks, uh, but this topic, it's probably causing some of our listeners out there to dream of what they're going to do in retirement, right? Maybe fuel the dreams. (laughs) Yeah, right. Well,
2: fuel uh, is it. Just say, yeah, fuel. Is that an RV pun, Tony? Oh, Fuel, is that an RV pun, Tony? Uh, Yeah, one of my bad dad jokes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You've got lots of those. (laughs) The next interesting nugget in the Kiplinger article is that you'll end up buying a lot less stuff because an RV, for obvious reasons, isn't exactly the spot for a hoarder. Now, before you can buy anything, you need to have an idea of where to put it. And there may not be many available spots if you're living life on the road.
0: Yeah, this one hits close to home. This is why, you know, only momentarily I think, well, I wonder what it would be like. Well, I have a huge record collection and CD collection of music and love to listen to albums. That's not going to (laughs) happen RV. So
1: no, I was no. going to say, you're not going to be able to take that record player <laughs> no. and all your records and all your, <laughs> on the road all your stuff on the road. Yeah. Probably my
0: records wouldn't even fit in an RV. Uh, but you know, a lot of, uh, Americans out there do suffer from way too much stuff. It's, uh, my wife and I have been guilty of this. We have to do some purging once in a while, but moving into an RV full time then, uh, would have the fringe benefit of pushing people to get rid of a lot of stuff. Maybe take those boxes to goodwill and so much the better.
1: Uh, you, you couldn't be more right, Tony. I know even even when I just moved out of my house and into a rental for a period of time, because I'm also building a house right now, I, I had to get rid of a ton of stuff during that process. And it, it feels kind of good to get rid of it after it's done. It it's like, all right, that's great. Yeah. And and actually, the, the next piece of advice from the article is, is something that uh, is kind of intriguing. Uh, when you live in your RV, you don't have to stick to the fastest route possible, if you know what I mean. Um, You can meander and wander and explore to your heart's content if you want to. And we talk a lot about how... Retirement means uh, you can sleep in as late as you'd like and go where you want to when you want to. And, and ultimately, RVing life is pretty much the same. Uh, when you're traveling from point A to point B, you can get off the beaten path. You can jump on back roads, see what there is to see, go exploring. And and just thinking about that kind of road trip kind of makes me feel relaxed. That's I've always enjoyed that, being able to you know set a destination but not necessarily have a a specific route to get there and, and kind of checking things out along the way. That's always a yeah. a good way to spend some time.
0: Yeah, that's that's how I am, too. I, I, I like to just I don't like to have everything planned out to the down to the last minute detail. I would right. like to just go and kind of explore. And that is relaxing for for some, especially for myself. Uh, and it does sound like a great way to hit the road. And when you're off that main highway, there are websites out there. I know uh, where you can find trustworthy places, you know, places to park your RV for the night, aren't there?
2: Well, thanks for bringing up those websites, Tony, because I found that interesting. And if you have a RV yourself, you might want to grab something to write with. The websites are FreeCampsites.net, CasinoCamper.com, and Campendium.com. Awesome. Now and and the Bushka website. <laughs> That's right. It just,
1: Unfortunately, we don't have a link at this time. Maybe sometime. <laughs> maybe maybe next spring we'll do that.
2: <laughs> well, our parking lot is big enough for one. So. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, You have um, to pay now, rent there, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, the next major benefit to making an RV your full-time home is simply the opportunity to spend as much time with your family as you want. Now, rather than permanently retiring to a common spot like Florida or Arizona and leaving your grandkids behind you have the power to spend as much time with them as you want while hitting the open road when it suits you. So if your home base is Illinois and your grandkids are busy with school and sports for the entire month of January, all you have to do is jump behind the wheel and head for warmer weather.
0: Well, yeah, and I think that's a good point. And I think it's, crucial and in the summer what could be more fun than loading up the grandkids or the family for an rv trip to say yellowstone or gettysburg i mean man we have some great national parks and state parks out there
2: well i'm definitely right there with you on that one tony Now, your diet may be the next thing that benefits from RVing because the article notes that many retirees who live live full time in their RV dine in more and eat out less often than when they lived in a more traditional home. Now, that's not true for me, but for (laughs) some, it's about saving money and for others, it's for the adventure of picking up fresh local foods and regional delicacies along the way.
1: That's right, and when you're behind the wheel, you can grab, you know, fresh walleye in Minnesota and soft-shell crab in Maryland or shrimp in Louisiana and then prepare them right in your own kitchen and, uh, and uh, you know, don't have to worry about going out or, or anything like that, and you can enjoy it uh, right in your own Uh, the comfort of your own home. And uh, ultimately, that's a win-win for your wallet and potentially your waistline. (laughs) Uh, There you go.
0: Yeah, the waistline needs some help after uh, the last four-day weekend. Holidays, kill me. Uh, But it sounds like an economical and a delicious strategy.
1: (laughs) That's right. Uh, Now, the next potential benefit of full-time RVing is simply that there's no shortage of places to go. The article quotes one retiree that has driven his RV to 49 states, numerous Canadian provinces, and Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. The road really is endless. So imagine driving through northern Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Michigan's Upper Peninsula as the leaves change from summer green to you know bright fall red, as we see often here in Wisconsin. Or if you're a Halloween buff, why not park in Salem, Massachusetts, during the holiday to take in the sights and sounds of America's spookiest city? And, and you don't have to focus on national parks and campgrounds either. Uh, popular tourist spots like Disney World are very accommodating to, D, uh, to RVs as well. I know my RV has been to Six Flags Great America down in Gurney, Illinois a few times over the last several years. Also very accommodating. So there's lots of places you can take them nowadays.
0: Well, yeah, and your sister's
1: driveway too. Quite a, it's, right. a yeah, it's, okay. <laughs> it's a popular RV. It's the perfect size. <laughs> Free hookup, right, for electricity. Right? Right? <laughs> right. I like that. And water, yeah. You I got like got the that. garden hose.
0: <laughs> well, and, and another common RV trip that I've read about, uh, and I actually had a friend who did this. I don't know if he did it in an RV, but he went to every major league baseball stadium oh, in the continental cool. United States. They go and visit and go see a game at every single stadium. And and you travel all over the world or all over the country to do that. And I I think that's a great adventure, right? Right, Sue, what do you think of that?
2: Well, we all know that it becomes more difficult to make new friends though, as we age, which brings up the final benefit of RVing. Because when you spend your time on the road and in campgrounds and RV parks, you're going to meet a variety of new people from all around the country, if not the world. So you should embrace it. Spend time enjoying a meal and a bottle of wine with new people while sitting around a roaring bonfire and you can share stories and experiences. To me, I can't think of anything that would make retirement richer.
0: Yeah, I I would agree with that, Sue. And uh, just a really quick, uh, Cole, let our listeners know uh, that phone number and web address where we can, uh, where they can get a hold of you and set up that complimentary consultation.
1: Sure. They can give us a call at 715-355-4445, or they can visit us online at retirewithbushka.com.
0: All right. And we're talking about the benefits of ditching your traditional home for life as a full-time RVer. And this has been great. I want to keep it going. Uh, It's been an eye-opening discussion so far. So let's get back into it.
2: Well, during our first two segments, we focused on the many potential benefits of spending your retirement on the open road. Now, as promised, we're going to spend our final segment exploring some of the potential pitfalls to life in an RV. We're again going to rely on that Kiplinger article as our guide, and it has some really terrific information. The article's first warning is that RVs tend to be quite expensive. Class A RVs, which are generally the most spacious on the market, start at roughly sixty thousand, and that figure can rise to as high as five hundred thousand. And then um, Class B and Class C units, which are smaller, they range as little as sixty thousand to as much as one hundred and fifty thousand.
0: Well, so quite a wide price range, but very pricey. I mean, you don't want to leap into that kind of investment without doing a lot of research beforehand.
1: Absolutely. And for some people, that's a big surprise. You know, they don't realize how expensive they can be. Um, Now, another big factor that you'll want to remember is that RVs are ultimately gas guzzlers. The article quotes one experienced RVer who says that they get about eight miles, eight miles to the gallon, and they can typically travel about 370 miles on a single tank. Now, they never go below a quarter tank, so three quarter fill up runs them about 120 bucks right now. Now, that's a pretty major expense that you need to be keenly aware of.
0: Yeah, I mean, eight miles to the gallon. Maybe uh, <laughs> maybe I could plan a route that just
2: went downhill. <laughs> that might help. Yeah, right. Well, that's an ambitious solution, Tony, but I'm going to be a Debbie Downer on this one and note that coast to coast downhill travel isn't possible. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for that, Sue. (laughs) Right? Now, waste is another thing that you'll want to consider. For most Americans, our waste is gone with a simple flush, but with an RV, it's not nearly so simple. Now, as the article explains, the typical RV has a black tank for sewage and a gray tank for shower and sink water, and then a fresh water tank. And you'll need to keep a close eye on all three of them. And to make matters worse, many rest stops and campgrounds are doing away with dumping station services because they're expensive and pretty messy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's not waste any more time on waste. Uh, uh, (laughs) What's next, (laughs) Bill?
1: Good one, Tony. <laughs> yeah. uh, moving on from waste. Um, I'm guessing the uh, this next point is uh, one of the single biggest reasons why people reject the RV lifestyle. And that reason is very close quarters. When you're on the road, your traveling companion or companions will generally always be within a few feet of you. So if having plenty of privacy and alone time is really important to you, then life in an RV is probably not going to be the way to go.
0: Yeah, you better really like your spouse, kids or grandkids (laughs) before you drive an RV off the lot, right? (laughs)
1: Exactly. Right. Mom can attest to that, I think. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Um,
2: You can really cut to the chase on that one, Tony. Now, here's another factor that I bet has crossed a lot of minds during today's show. RVs are hard to drive. As you might imagine, you're going to have a lot to learn when you first jump behind the wheel of a large RV. And while your friendly salesperson will give you a few pointers once the paperwork is signed, that's not enough. Now, you'd be wise to take a driving class and to also take a few trips in a rented RV before you make the big plunge and purchase your own. Because additionally, if you're traveling with another person, they should also learn how to drive your rig in case something happens and you couldn't drive. But I'll tell you, I can't drive that thing and (laughs) never will learn. (laughs) That'll never happen. Well, yeah, I
0: mean that's a big concern for me. I, I break out into a sweat just thinking about turning in one of those really big ones, you know. I know, right. Making turns It's not that hard. Backing up. <laughs> uh, I, I mean the ones that are yeah, it depends on the size. I don't have a that's problem right. with the medium size or smaller, but the you know, the ones that look like a coach bus. Yeah, that's, right? that's yeah. a little bit different. And, uh, you know, your idea, though, of taking classes, you know, driving classes, that might be a solution. You might have to to drive some of the bigger ones, right? Right. Oh yeah. Right.
1: Another element that you should really factor into is that, uh, is where you're going to park your home on wheels at night. Uh, now, there's no shortage of RV parks, national and state parks and private campgrounds. Um, but they often sell out, especially during school vacations. And as we mentioned earlier in the show, many Walmarts and some Cracker Barrels and Cabela's welcome overnight RVers in their parking lots. But ultimately, you should have a good plan for where you'll you'll spend your nights. That daughter's driveway is looking good, isn't it? (laughs) That's right. It's free.
0: (laughs) Well, here's something I'm curious about. You mentioned a few minutes ago about fuel costs. I'm guessing that repairs on your RV could be quite
2: costly as well, right? Oh, they absolutely can be. And you should think of your RV like you would a car that comes up with normal upkeep. Yet you should also think of your RV as a house that comes with upkeep for things like the plumbing. And if you're far from an RV dealer when you need sudden repairs, you'll have to seek out a repair shop that can handle an RV.
0: Yeah, I guess that's probably easier said than done. I never thought of that. Um, That's interesting. Well, you know what? Speaking of interesting, we're almost out of time. The show flew by. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today?
1: Well, one reminder for our listeners that uh, if they have any questions related to their retirement plan or would like to get started on working on a retirement plan, they can give us a call and schedule a complimentary no-obligation consultation at 715-355-4445, or they can visit our website at retirewithbushka.com. All right. Thanks,
0: Cole and Sue. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Thank you for listening to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Sue and Cole at Bushka Retirement Solutions and Bushka Wealth Management. Call 715-355-4445 or visit them online at retirewithbushka.com. Bushka Wealth Management, LLC, and Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. are affiliated companies. Sue Bushka, Cole Bruner, Bushka Retirement Solutions, LLC, and Bushka Wealth
1: Management, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.